Welcome to the Limitless Entrepreneur Podcast, your weekly dose of strategies and mindset tools to build a business in alignment with your purpose and to get you playing a bigger game. I'm your host, Nicole Leno. Hello and welcome to the Limitless Entrepreneur Podcast. I am your host, Nicole Leno, and I am here with a special guest. Melissa Zosky is here with us today. And Melissa is a an energy alignment business mentor, and she helps coaches, healers, and spiritual entrepreneurs clear their success blocks and step into the highest version of themselves. Melissa, welcome to the show. Please introduce yourself and kind of, I'd give you that brief introduction, but tell, <laughs> tell the listeners a little bit about you. Oh, thank you. Well, I am an energy alignment business mentor, as Nicole said, and I help entrepreneurs clear their beliefs and negative programming that they have around their business. So I always say if you're not, if your business is not aligned to your energy, then you're going to really struggle with build, building it up and really getting it going, or maybe even going to that next level. So it's really important to have your energy aligned on all ways. And then I help them use um, tap into their intuition and use strategic aligned action steps to ease into that business flow that they want. So they don't have that burnout and overwhelm and stress. Yeah. And I mean, this is the, this is what we talk about on the show mm -hmm. a lot. So I'm oh. excited for you to, to add to this conversation and give your perspective. Um, you said business, you know, when their business is not allowed aligned with their energy, mm -hmm. that that's where things can become difficult. Can you talk a little bit about what that means to have your business aligned with your energy? Yes. It's like when you feel that flow and you're not feeling all freaked out and stressed out and running around, busy, busy, busy. And it just doesn't feel right, doesn't feel good. You feel yourself getting that burnout feeling. When you're aligned, you feel like things are easier. Things are in flow. You are just getting things done quickly. You feel like there's not a lot of resistance. And I mean, it doesn't mean you don't have to work, right? Because you still have to put the action steps. I'm not into the, oh, we're just going to think it like the law of attraction. We're just going to think it and align to the future thought. And it's just going to happen. I believe in aligned action. Because that means when you're tapping into intuition and, you know, God's source universe is giving you those downloads and those nudges to move forward, those are the, those are the alignment that you want so that you can really get into that, step into that flow and it feels good. It doesn't feel stressful. It doesn't feel um, like hard work. It's still action. It's still work, but it's more fun you have a better time at it. And you just, I don't know, it's just that feeling of flow. That's how I like to look at it. And is that the, is the first step, the, um, you know, in, in thinking about this and starting that journey, is it tuning into your intuition? Is that kind of square one for people when they're, they're starting out with this, when they say things are tough, I am experiencing resistance. I am not in flow mm -hmm. is the first step kind of to tune in and see what the universe is giving you pay attention or, or do you start someplace else? You know, I'm glad you asked that. Um, so I always work from the emotional point first. So I follow the emotional breadcrumbs back to where the disharmony started, where the trigger started, where the energy just started going, you know, zapping out where it shouldn't be. And, you know, there, I always say that our natural state is an abundant state. Our natural state is a healthy state. Our natural state is a state of flow and ease, right? It's not supposed to be a state of anger, a natural state of, you know, 
um, this disharmony, like natural state of not being healthy. It's not supposed to be those. We're supposed to feel amazing. So whenever we are feeling like, ah, oh, I don't want to do this, or you get agitated or triggered. Um, and this last week, for instance, even though I'm a healer, that's part of what I do is I'm a healer. Um, I still was triggered this last week. So the first thing I did was like, okay, what is this? What emotion am I having? And it was a motion of um, just not feeling good enough. I didn't feel as good as other people doing what I do. And I was triggered by that. And so I felt myself pulling back into myself and just kind of wanting to run and hide and not do this anymore. And then I was like, all right, so where is this starting? So I use a form of muscle testing. It's not, I don't, it's not really muscle testing. It's energy testing where I go back um, oftentimes just gen- generations. So father's side, mother's side, how many generations back? And I look for the root in that, you know, those cellular memories that we inherit because we inherit more than hair and eye color from our ancestors. We inherit those beliefs, traumas, patterns. So as I'm following the, to the earliest root from that emotion, then I'm able to kind of pick up, okay, this is where I don't feel good enough. This is where I feel lack. This is where I feel like, you know, I can't do anything right. And so then I work on healing that, you know, those underlying root causes and I feel better. And I'm like, okay, the beauty of this work is that when you work on one thing, you're working on everything. So for instance, I'm not good enough. That one belief, if you have that playing in your subconscious, what happens is that your cells could hear, I'm not good enough. And what happens then is like your liver doesn't function. Your cells don't detox. You know, all sorts of things can go wrong with your health, right? But if you're, I'm not good enough in a relationship could mean you attract people that treat you crappy. You know, they don't treat you good at all. Or I'm not good enough could be, I'm not attracting clients. Um, they don't think I'm good enough. So they're not going to buy my products or services, and it all just goes out to what you, you know, you put out, you get back. And that's vibration, that's energy. And so again, back to your question, I kind of went off a rabbit hole here. Um, I start with the emotions and then I work my way back, you know, just following that emotional bread, come back to the earliest memories. And then I ID what, you know, other emotions might be attached to it too. And it's really a good way to really check in with yourself and, you know, face it. We are all having emotions all the time, right? And some of them aren't, don't feel so good. Absolutely. And, you know, and your, your triggers are a gift. Like if you're, if, if you're emotionally connected to something, then it is, you know, like you said, our, our natural state is, is actually neutral. Our, our natural state is perfect yeah. flow, perfect, you know, mm-hmm. in, in neutrality, just, just things are good. Yeah. They're, you know, like we're just in harmony. And if you're not experiencing harmony, then that is a clue to the, the pathway you've got to go down to figure out Absolutely. exactly, you know, and, and I liked uh, Debbie Ford put it that, that, you know, it, it's, if you plug yourself into an electric socket that is not live, yeah. then nothing will happen. Meaning you are not connected to like, you're connected to it, but it has no charge for you. If it has a charge, then that's letting you know that that is a live wire and you need to dismantle it. So when you are, when you're emotionally triggered by something, I, I, I love thinking about it that way. Like, Oh, I'm plugged into this. Is mm-hmm. this, is, is mm-hmm. this triggering me? If it's triggering me, then that's something I should explore in a way that's curious and not judgmental. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I love that analogy. That was awesome. The live wire. Perfect. I can't, I can't take credit for it. Debbie Ford. <laughs> yeah, came still up with it's that. good. Um, no, and, 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 and I love this because, and, you know, you were talking about, you know, 
not being worthy. I'm not good enough. Mm-hmm. And I think there's this misconception that that only happens in the beginning, that at some oh, point no. you become <laughs> worthy, you become <laughs> enough. And the truth is, is that every time you go to read, you know, it's the new level, new devil. Mm-hmm. It's okay. I've, I have now become worthy of, and look around you. What you have is what you feel worthy of. Yes. And then, and then if you are trying to get more, you have to now close that gap between what you feel worthy of now and what you want and feeling worthy of that. So I think that that's one of, I just sort of wanted to put that out there. Yeah, perfect. That this is, this is an ongoing process, people. Like, right. You know, Tony Robbins has some level, there's something he doesn't feel good enough for. I don't know what it is, <laughs> but I'm sure that even for him, he's like, yeah, no, that's just, I, I you know, I got to work on that, on that next level. Maybe it's making $50 billion. I oh my God. Yeah. Once we hit that billion dollar mark. <laughs> God, oh my gosh. No, I totally get it. Like even this last week I was in clubhouse and I th- you and I've talked about that a little bit. And I was like, I had these emotions come up for an example. And I was like, I felt myself pulling back in to my solar plexus. I was pulling back in and I was like, where is this coming from? And I felt like back in kindergarten, that was the, what I ID'd going to that first day of school, never been to preschool and just feeling like so out of place and not fitting in. And those feelings of I'm not good enough. I don't fit. Nobody wants me, you know, those type of things. But think about that. Nobody wants me that goes to your business and you put that out and then nobody's going to want you. So, you know, but it's like, I've been doing this for years and I have a great following and awesome clients and love them, but yeah, you still do something. It triggers something and you need to work on it. And it's a blessing, like you said, because we have an opportunity to work at those new layers and it will help you grow and manifest things so much quicker once you clear those out and it becomes so much easier. Well, and isn't it better to recognize it when you do something very, very low risk, like stepping into a room on Clubhouse for the first time and feeling that and working Mm -hmm. through that. So identifying it being like, this makes me feel like being on the playground when I was in kindergarten, or this Mm -hmm. makes me, and all of mine go back to the playground. I was saying that the (laughs) other day, I was like, I had a terrible playground experience because there are a lot of awful memories from there that I am like completely scarred by, but, but, you know, go back to the playground, relive that, like what a gift it is for it to be in this situation and not when you have thrown money at something and you have, you've, you've invested all of this stuff and Mm -hmm. you've ignored the fact that you didn't feel worthy. You Mm -hmm. ignored the fact that nobody wants you. You've ignored Mm -hmm. it and you've shoved it away. Still there. Yes. That energy. Can't bury it is funking up everything that you are trying to do. Mm -hmm. So when we say like, I'm doing all the things, but it's not happening. Mm -hmm. That's when you've got to really look because you've been given the signs all along and you've ignored Mm -hmm. them. But when you notice them with something little, like I'm going into a clubhouse room, I feel very, I feel really not good enough and (laughs) exposed. I feel vulnerable right now and I don't like it. Let's, let's dig into what this is. You clear that out and that's gone. Yeah, it is. It's so freeing. It's just, and you know, people don't give enough credit, especially like the childhood memories, especially when they don't feel like, I say that anything like under the age of five is like a hundred times amplified. So even though today, logically, we're like, well, that really wasn't that big of a deal. So let's just let it go. Forget about it. But your five-year-old self was like, I want to die, you know, just like, it was horrible at that time. And so that's amplified 
you know, playing underneath the surface 24 seven in your subconscious, sending out that broadcast of fear of lack of, I don't fit in. I'm not wanted. I'm not needed. Those things are replaying and we don't want that going out. So yeah, we need to take it out. You clear it. Yeah. And if you remember it, Mm -hmm. it's, it's there. Like if you can go back and you still feel something, if you're still plugged Mm -hmm. into that Mm -hmm. moment, like I remember, I remember being called ugly on the Mm -hmm. playground when I was like, I I probably was like eight years old, Mm -hmm. scarred. Like I I'm there. I'm in that moment. So I could say it wasn't Mm -hmm. a big deal. It was, I remember the boy. I remember, like, I remember I'm, I'm on that playground. If Mm -hmm. I am living that moment over and over again, Mm -hmm. like if I can call it back that easily, Mm -hmm. then it's in there and it is causing mayhem without Mm -hmm. me realizing it. Mm -hmm. It is, it is this, it is this like little sinister little thing that's just causing, causing me, holding me back in some way. Now think about that memory that you can remember. And now think about going back generations to those things that you've inherited as well and add that to the mix. And you're like, crap, <laughs> what am I going to do? I mean, how am I ever going to get through this? The beauty of this work that whether it's EFT, whether it's um, other kind of energy work, Reiki, whatever you're doing to help clear these out is when you are working on the frequency it actually starts to, it's best to ID the earliest that you can for sure. But even if you find something maybe a little older because you've blocked out memories or covered them up or whatever, the energy that you're working on does grab the other resonating frequencies, which helps you clear it out more. And the more will come forward as it's ready. So it's really a cool process, don't you think? I know that you work with all this with your, um, your rapid uh, manifesting method. Is yes. that what it's called? Yeah. Rabbit manifestation method. Yeah. Although I've heard that they're changing the name of it. Oh. <laughs> so I, for now it was called yeah. that, but it's, um, it, yeah. It, and we do work with that. And, and it's, it, I, I'm curious how you work with the ancestral stuff, the things that people don't know mm-hmm. is them. So I ask myself, like, is this mine? Oh, like, that's, yeah, yeah, yeah. Is yeah. this my energy or am I feeling something? And if I can't really place it, but it's there, then mm-hmm. I just sort of assume that it's something that is like more imprinted mm-hmm. than like experienced by me personally. Mm-hmm. So I'm curious what, what like your take is on that, on like getting to the stuff. Like if I didn't experience it, if I don't have the memory of the playground and being called ugly, how do I know, how do, how do I go back to a memory that I don't have? Yeah, that's tapping into your, you know, like if you're doing it on yourself, you are just doing going on a journey and asking yourself those kind of questions. And then you're asking, well, is this something that I inherited? And then you kind of follow that back to how far, what it was, who it was. And it really helps you to like, sometimes I'll get pictures. Um, The more that you work with this, the more intuition opens up. So Oftentimes I'll just be working and um, I'll just get an image or a picture and I'll kind of hear something because I've got a lot of the, um, the clairs. So it just depends on how it comes. And once I find that, then I'm, I tune into it and then I use different energy methods, whichever one calls to me to use in that time. Sometimes I have to use more than one. Sometimes I use one and I, I check it. Is it cleared? No. And then I'll check it again using a different method. Nope. And um, I mean, I've, you know, <clears throat> that's why I like having more than one thing that I use. Um, EFT was my first energy love and then thought field technology um, techniques and um, Reiki. 
Um, I'm trying to think of, I use the Akashic Records. Mm-hmm. I love the Akashic Records. I use my own uh, method, which is um, mostly chakras and um, meridian points to, uh, combined. And it's just really helpful on just clearing out all the energy centers you can find in your body and then clearing out the cellular memories as well. Mm-hmm. So it's just, you know, it's all energy and it's all your intention, right? What is your intention to clear? What is your intention to find? What is your intuition helping you find? And just following it back. And I, I mean, for me, it's become so second nature. And it's what I do with my tribe, with my people, with my members is I help them just dig into their intuition more so that they can connect more with their self, with themselves and with their clients. So they can, they can really find that, that center that's helping them find the earliest. But like I said, even if you have what you have in a conscious memory, it still will grab a lot of the subconscious because it's the same frequency. Right. We've just attracted the mm-hmm. same yeah. frequency, the same, mm-hmm. the same essence of the problem. We've just right. attracted it in a different way. And mm-hmm. that's what our patterns are. And that's why recognizing those patterns and being like, this kind of comes up in different ways. Yeah. You know, over and over and over again. Absolutely. And it's a cycle. Mm-hmm. That's what we try to break, right? Always. Yeah. And so, family cycles. Right. We want to stop it, here, not have it go through our kids. Absolutely. Yeah. And, you know, we want to we look at what our parents had and what mm-hmm. other people suffer with. And, and a lot of us have said, you know, and be careful with what you say you will never do, but you know, you look back and you're, you're like, I'll, I'll never be like that. Right. I know you don't want to rail against anything, but Mm -hmm. looking back at it and just being like, no, I'm, I'm going to make something better because Mm -hmm. I know that something better is possible for me. Yeah. And I'm committed to that. I love that. When I first started doing this work, I didn't notice a transformation within like the first month. Um, like per, uh, it took me like six months, which is amazing. I mean, when I, I started my work, when I was, um, we had a financial disaster and uh, we almost lost everything. And then that took my health down because you know, the stress. Mm-hmm. And then I couldn't, you know, when you're, when you don't have your health, you lose, it's, you don't have anything. Right. So when I started um, trying everything to get over that, I found that nothing was working and even raw food diets and, you know, Western, Eastern, alternative, all this stuff, I threw everything at it and it just wasn't working. Nothing, it just helped a little, but it wasn't getting me there. When I found energy and law of attraction combined, I was floored. Things started to shift so fast. And then I realized that as I was working on my health, our finances were shifting radically, really fast. And it just was that feeling of what is happening? How, you know, how is this happening? But the first month I remember feeling that, um, that feeling of, I can feel things changing. I feel differently. I'm not looking at the sky is a little bluer. Things are a little crisper. I feel better about things, but it, I still felt like my body was still in a lot of pain. Right. But I felt mm-hmm. different. I mean, it goes from the unseen to the scene. Right. But then I thought, even if I know something's happening, even if I do this uh, process and I continue to work on myself and it clears in my kids only and nothing else changes anymore for me pain-wise, but I feel better emotionally, if I know it's changing in my kids and I'm freeing them being the catalyst for change for future generations, that was enough for me right there. I knew I was going to keep going even if I didn't see any other change. But yes, the pain went away too. And so everything was like, you know, two years of constant pain. And then all of a sudden, boom, it's gone. And I'm like, 
how, what, you know, and then finances, what, you know, all this stuff. So it was so amazing. And um, yeah, changing that in your children's and in your grandchildren. When I look at my granddaughter now, I'm like, I just feel like she's free and I, I, I help do that. So it's really important. How beautiful. Yeah. Um, and I think, I, I think something I want to go back to something you touched on, which was that it took you six months to start seeing change. And cause I think that, that when people, and, and it's been my experience too, with, with people um, that I've worked with and that, that they expect it to and myself too, oh, yeah. to tell you the truth, <laughs> yeah. because I, and I don't know if this was your experience, but I know like it took me about, I would say six months of good, consistent, focused oh, work on this, mm-hmm. but it took me years of doing, like mm-hmm. I did meditation and I did a lot of stuff and I saw change and I saw a lot of change, but, um, six months of very, very focused work with my, with the rapid manifestation method that I did before I was like, Oh, this is what it feels like mm-hmm. to feel different. Like when they say becoming somebody else, that, you know, becoming that higher version of yourself, Mm -hmm. um, that took a while of like cleaning out all of the gunk that was in there. It wasn't just about layering on positive affirmations and, and thinking, you know, envisioning the future. It was about facing the past and accepting with radical love, all of my human experience, all the messiness. (laughs) So I'm curious if you've found like where are people generally resistant in the beginning, feeling like it should move faster or sometimes, sometimes they are, they are. And it's just like, I think that people, you know, it takes us how many years or lifetimes to get the way we are. Right. And we Mm. can't expect if like, especially health, like when you look at health by itself, you didn't get unhealthy overnight, right? It happened for years and years and years of you doing things or maybe genetically predisposition and all of a sudden the weak link, you know, everything just broke down or stress took it down. So you got sick. It wasn't just didn't happen overnight. And the same thing with anything with your, with why you're blocked in your business with why you are blocked um, with relationships. It's all the same. So I always say to people, you know, you need to expect six months. And I know that a lot of times people start off in their businesses doing one-off sessions, but no true transformations. You may feel a little different, but if you don't keep doing the work within yourself, it takes commitment and it takes that, you know, drive and passion to move forward and to really work it. That's when the true transformation happens. And, and, those are the clients, those are the people that I love because they get it. And I know you get it. It's just, it takes that and, you know, miracles can happen, but it takes a little bit of time. Yeah. And it, it, and you know, you have to, you've got to put the fear aside, the fear that it won't work, the fear Mm -hmm. that you're wasting time, the fear, and it's uncomfortable in the beginning. Like it stirs up a lot of stuff, but you have to remember that, that the stirring up Mm-hmm. is what's allowing the gunk to come to the surface so you can skim it off and get it out of the pot. Like that's how you have to, that, that's the process. Yeah. You got to get, you got to get dirty. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you got to get messy before you can get all of this stuff out. Um, so I'm, it, it, <laughs> I, I kind of wanted to touch on that because I think that there's a common misconception out there that yeah. this is some sort of magical process that I just start thinking differently and everything will change. And it's true. You will see incremental change, but it's going to be the big bang 
depending okay. on where you're at, everybody has their own experience and what they're working through. Yeah. Some people, it will take less time. Some people, it will take longer. And you might but, not even notice it. I mean, I have so many people. I mean, one of the things that happened for me in the beginning, you don't notice a lot of times what's happening. You don't see it in yourself because you're too close to it. You're like, yeah. it's not working. And then you all of a sudden, somebody, my, my kids said to me like six months later, um, a relationship that had been struggling for 20 years, a family relationship that I never thought would ever heal. I wasn't working on that relationship even, by the way. Yeah. I was working on the other stuff. And I was like, what? And this relationship, he was like, how are you in this relationship? And you guys are happy with each other. And you guys have this really cool you know, thing going on. What happened? And I'm like, oh, I don't know. Oh, <laughs> oh. you know, that was proof right there. I was like, Wow. And so you just have to know, like, maybe you don't get upset being behind somebody that's driving slowly. Maybe you're not getting all pissed off when you're in the line behind somebody at the grocery store and they're like, lolly, lolly, and you're in a hurry. Maybe you're not in a hurry so much anymore. Those are the little things that to look for, I think, in the beginning, because those show you that things are shifting, but they're very small. So, you know, just kind of being aware of those things is really good. Yeah. I mean, I, like, I used to talk about this, uh, uh, about meditation this way. And I, and I, I think about all of the energy work this way now is that, that the more you do it. So, so it starts out with, you know, if, if you think about yourself as like a cup mm-hmm. and if your cup is just about full, you don't have a whole lot of capacity to take on what the world is going to throw at you. That's mm-hmm. how we end up with short patience. That's mm-hmm. how we end up with, you know, just feeling overwhelmed all the time. Cause we mm-hmm. are, our cup is runneth over, not mm-hmm. in a good way. Yeah. We are just, we're overflowing, mm-hmm. but at meditation, this energy work, you're going to empty the cup. Yeah. Yep. Now you can take on more from the world, but you know what yes. else you can do? You can accept and receive more of the good stuff yes. as well. And then over time, when you really start doing this and you really dig in, the cup gets bigger. Yeah. Oh, and that's a really great way bigger. to look at that. Love it. You're expanding. You upgraded the cup. <laughs> I and love now it. You've got one of those like supersized giant, like diabetes <laughs> soda cups now. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> but that was like, that's the, the illustration that I give it. Like it made, it made sense to me that way where I was like, oh, I'm, I'm emptying the cup. And then I was like, no, the cup got bigger. Like I am expanding. I am yeah. expanding. Yeah. What you can handle and what you can take in. And I love that. That's something I haven't heard before. And you know, it's, that's beautiful. Good job. I love it. <laughs> that you would really help someone people. relate it to a giant to the cup getting bigger. No, <laughs> like <laughs> a giant slurpee. <laughs> My eloquence is just being, I'm dazzling everybody with it, you know, like a big giant oh, slurpee. You're dazzling. <laughs> love it. But I, I'd love to just kind of, let, let's let's just ground this in something for the listeners, because I know that people are sitting there and they're saying like, well, how does this relate to my business? What mm-hmm. What am I able to do? Like, what's a practical thing that we can help them grab onto mm-hmm. to say like, this is a real world experience that happens, yeah. you know, either when you're stuck or what you will experience when you open up, like what, mm-hmm. what's something that, that we can attribute or, or, or draw them to, to say, like, if you're experiencing this, or if you are, maybe yeah. it's an up-leveling thing yeah. or something, maybe we can dig into yeah. that. Well, one of the things is, is pricing the pricing, your services or programs. That's always something that I find people get stuck on all the time. It's one of the first things that I like to work on with my clients. It's that worthiness and self-worth is one of the things that, I mean, there's always other things connected to, but looking into why am I charging so little? 
And um, if you feel like, again, going back to maybe I'm not good enough, or I don't have enough training, or I need to get more education. And I always tell people, you don't have to have more education. You just need to be one step ahead of the people you're trying to help, right? So just the serial certifying was something I was guilty, guilty of, where I was just like constantly in knowledge and getting more certifications, which I have a ton. Mm. And I finally had to say, no, no more. I'm hiding from selling. I'm hiding from charging. I have guilt for charging. So looking at like the self-worth, the guilt, all that. And then, like I said, we just talked about, um, you might have those feelings like I talked about earlier of not feeling good enough or as good as others in your field. And you're always feeling that smallness. That's where you look at those early, look at the emotion, look at the early memories, go for that. Where is this coming from? Even if it doesn't have to be related to business, that feeling is what you're looking for. Mm -hmm. And following that back, and then using some sort of energy, I energy is fast, right? Using any form of energy is pretty fast. Um, if you're knowledgeable, you know how to use it, then you can get to it a little, a lot easier than just meditating or or affirmations or any of those. And they work, but it's a lot faster to use some form of energy. And um, working on that early memory, you're going to feel lighter, and then you're going to say, "All right, I'm going to charge more." So if you're charging $100 for maybe a program or service, not comparing yourself to others, don't compare, kind of tapping into that, what do I feel like I'm worth now? And if you're saying like, I'm worth 140 now, and then I say, mm, maybe we can stretch that a little bit. We don't want to stretch you so far that you like freak out and your ego is like running the other direction. You know, you want to like, okay, can I do this? Look into your feelings. Can I do this? I'm feeling a little freaked out, but not too bad. I think I could go to 160. I can do it. And then you say, okay, I'm going to do 160. I'm a little freaked out, but I know I can do it. I can see that in my future. It's part of my goal now. I'm going to do this. That's where the sweet spot is. If you say, I'm going to go to $300 and your ego freaks out, you're going to have more shame, more guilt, more of the things come up. So slowly as you're working, you'll kind of like gradually take those steps forward, claiming your worth. And then as you get used to that, like you were saying, new level, new devil, you will find new things that probably start to come up and you'll just clear those. What You keep going and you keep moving and you keep moving up. And it's pretty soon you're making multiple six figures. You're feeling amazing. <laughs> it's awesome. So yeah, that's well, how I do it. You're setting a new floor, yeah. right? You're yeah. saying like you're setting the new floor and that takes some practice. Mm-hmm. And one of the things that I, I wanted to just go back to, you mentioned using energy. Mm-hmm. It, energy moves fast. Using energy will will progress mm-hmm. you further, mm-hmm. faster. Yes. Um, when you say that, do you mean Reiki or some sort of, when you say using energy for people who aren't as schooled in this, what would they, what would yeah. using energy mean? So everything is energy. I mean, your thoughts, your beliefs, your patterns, your programming, when we tap into energy, universal energy, we are able to um, clear out those things by, with our intention. So it can be Reiki. Um, Reiki is just an, a form of energy used. It's an old practice that's used to help balance out and clear out those things that don't help us anymore, the things that no longer serve us. Um, EFT tapping, where you tap on the meridian points and you're tapping on your head and over your eyeballs. Those are different meridian points that are used in acupuncture all the time that help clear you with health, but they help clear beliefs and programs, especially when you place the intention to um, be clearing these out. I use um, different forms. I love my quantum key method because I'm using all the chakras and every chakra is connected to different beliefs, patterns, programming, different emotions. And 
Um, some of them are, or some, some of them have shared emotions and beliefs ta- attached to them too. I also believe that different beliefs and emotions can be held in different parts of your body on different tissue, organs, glands, all that. So just having your intent in, intention ID, you know, for IDing those beliefs where they're stuck, it speeds it up. And so mm-hmm. energy is something to explore. I, it's my favorite. I totally can geek out on energy. It's my favorite thing in the whole world. I'm very passionate about it and it's everywhere anyway. So why not, you know, learn a little bit more about it, right? <laughs> yeah, You're on the right show. <laughs> you came to the right place. I feel the same way. When I discovered the RMM, which uses EFT, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, that that was when everything changed. And I had done Reiki before. I'm a I'm a Reiki master. Mm-hmm. Like I've and 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 I, I love Reiki, but nothing moved me forward mm-hmm. like EFT and and utilizing yeah. it the way that RMM does. And so I, I understand what you're saying that 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 utilizing these techniques that are out there mm-hmm. with intention with, and then using that awareness, using your triggers, using your world to tell you what you need to work on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's a process. And you know what? It gets kind of fun after mm-hmm. you do it for a while. It's intimidating. It's a little scary. It's uncomfortable sometimes in the beginning. But <laughs> yeah. when, when you start to really dive into this stuff, I have a client that like, I swear she like looks different. Now I see awesome. her and I like, I could cry thinking about her. Like she, she hopped onto a call and she was just like, I like magically like five grand just appeared this. I have no idea. That what is awesome. I love it. All the only thing I have changed is I have done this work and I am getting chills thinking about it and seeing, mm-hmm. I have other clients that come with the same thing. And so it's, it's one thing you experience it yourself, but then mm-hmm. seeing other people mm-hmm. where just Dip your toe in the water. Dip your toe in the water mm-hmm. and see where mm-hmm. it takes you. Because yeah. it's there's a well, didn't you realize when you first started using it too, your confidence level went up. You just felt like I can do this. I feel better about myself. I know I can do this. I mean, even now when I run into something, I was getting on a um a groom yesterday or two days ago, and I just tapped. Mm-hmm. Before I got in, because that's my favorite for situational stress for sure, a hundred percent. So I call it my troubleshooting guide. Like that is my troubleshooting guide. Sure. So if I I just start tapping, if I'm sitting down and I can't do mm-hmm. something, I did it yesterday. I have a launch yeah. coming up next week. Mm-hmm. I was redoing the workbook because I make life difficult for myself, mm-hmm. and I was like, I'm gonna change this one, and and so I'm changing the workbook. And I was like really overwhelmed by it. I got kind of stuck, and I was like, Why don't I want to do this? What? And I went through the tapping yeah, yeah, and just, yeah. just talked about what I was feeling. Yeah. And you know what? Stuff I was not expecting moved out. I love it. And you can feel it. You're just like, yes, yes, breath and you're, yes. And, but, but I love what, what you were saying about, you know, that, that you feel, you feel better. Mm-hmm. Me being a, a bit of a perfectionist control freak and type A, <laughs> <laughs> which, which, the, the type A side of me mm-hmm. loves the fact that I feel like I can, when I saw the roadblocks and I knew that I would say the phrase, I'm get, I get in my own way. I would say it all the time. And it was so defeating because mm-hmm. I didn't know what to do with that. And I was like, I, I was, I, I don't know what to do. And, and that's where you start. That's where the, the thoughts, the subconscious starts going, mm-hmm. see, you shouldn't even do this because you're just not meant for it. Who are you? Who do you think you are? Yep. 
told you so, told you that this was a bad idea. And I'm like, but I really feel like this is an inner calling, but I don't know how to get out of my own way. So maybe the voice is right. And then I discovered these tools and then I felt powerful. And I was like, I can do this now. And, and you blow the doors off. Mm -hmm. And with the new stuff that comes up too, just uh, for your listeners, don't give up. Like during one of my launches, I was sitting there on the lives and then my kitchen started flooding. We have a brand new home. We moved in June and our kitchen started flooding. Those are upper, upper limit blocks when our subconscious is like kicking in, like what you were just talking about with, what do I do? It sends out that energy. That's why we need to work on it in the moment for sure, right? We have subconscious stuff going on that we don't even hear or see half the time, right? When you're in it, it's the best time to be tapping on it or using other kind of energy methods with it, right? Um, but I had my kitchen flood. I was like freaking out. And I was like laughing about it. I was like, Oh my God, I'm upper limiting here. And I was talking live about it. Then my internet went out right doing the live. Then our electricity went out. I'm like, Oh my God. So I just made that part of the conversation because it was one of the best launches I've had. Right. Mm -hmm. But it was like upper limit. Those parts of me going, we're going to make sure that you don't hurt yourself because you're going to let this, you're going to totally be bummed out. So we're going to like sabotage this right now. It doesn't have to be in the form of just your thoughts. It can be a flat tire. It can be a kitchen flood. It can be um, you break your foot. I mean, all sorts of things come up to sabotage you because that's the energy you're putting out. And so the universe sends you back that way for you to manifest that end result, which isn't good. So you want to just work on it in the moment. Super important to work on it in the moment. That's where if you're upset, that's the best time. I love it. Definitely. No, and I'm glad that you brought that up because I think that that's important for people to understand. It's not just the things that are emotionally going on with you, but look around your world. If something is kind of rocking your world in the moment, like look at (laughs) what it is and what's the emotional feeling you have with it. Like yes. what, what is it triggering in you? So what's, what is the universe, the, the mirror that the universe is holding up to show you something? Mm-hmm. What is it? And then it's the emotion that you're, you're looking for. You're looking for like, okay, this is the part of me that I have been ignoring or yes. not, not really. And so like that mm-hmm. upper limiting, I'm not good enough. There yep. it is again. It's just sending it out and it's Little coming gremlin. back. <laughs> I love it. It's just all good. It's all fun. It's all a journey. And I love that we can just work through this and continually work through it and just know that it really never ends, but it becomes kind of interesting, more fun. And you're like going, what is this? Mm -hmm. You know, how could I work on this one? And, you know, be careful when you say, I don't have anything to work on right now, because that's why you get a whole lot more. (laughs) Oh, yeah, you do. Oh, yeah, you do. It just, it it becomes easier. You work through them a lot faster, I think is the, the, the great news about it. It's you never run out of things to work on because, Mm -hmm. you know, as long as you're continuing to grow and, and watching for it, there's, there's stuff, but but it doesn't take you months to work through something like it did in the beginning. Yeah. It can take you three minutes. It yeah. And I you- wanted to say with your, like with your practice uh, to your listeners, this is where having somebody else mentor you or coach you comes really, you really need it because sometimes we're so close to things that we just can't see it. Like I had a couple people work on me this last week because I'm so close to it that I wanted to go deeper than just the kindergarten memory. So I had other people work on me. So This is where it's important for you to think, you know, think of how much do you want your success? How far do you want to take it? 
And that's when you are allowing somebody else to come into your, you know, circle and help you. And Nicole, I know you that you're you offer that. I can't wait to see your talent next week. I know that's going to be amazing. No, and that and the the same with you. So so we are coming up on time. So let's. I know that people are going to want to know because listeners of the show are looking mm-hmm. for people like you. Um, they're going to want to know how they stay in touch with you. What what are what is it that they can buy from you, get from you? How can they stay in touch and and get more information from you? Well, I've, my website's melissasoski.com, or you can go to my Facebook page, which is the same thing, or Instagram, Melissa Zosky. Um, I do have um, a couple offers right now. One is melissazoski.com slash QKM. And that is my free method to help you learn how to use another different type of energy on yourself. Um, it's a lot of fun. It's just, it's just something that just helps you get a little bit of a taste of what energy can do. And I also have my uh, up-level your year planner out right now, which is um, up-level, melissazoski.com slash up-level planner. So those are two easy ways to easily hop in or just connect with me on Facebook or Instagram. It's great. Thank you for asking. And we will link up to all of that in the show notes so that everybody can find that. You don't have to write all of it down and (laughs) tough to remember URLs and all of that fun stuff. But is there anything that, as we wrap up, is there anything that you wanted to say to the listeners before, before we close out? No, I just, you guys, I'm so grateful to be here and thank you so much for being on the show listening this is, it's always good to share what we know, because that's what we're here for, right? We're here to share our message and help basically lift this world up, our vibrations, everything. And when we are taking care of ourselves and lifting those negative beliefs, programming patterns out, we're not only lifting our own energy up and helping those people, we're helping everybody else around us. So it's a, it's a really important thing. And it's, um, you know, I, I, we always see things on TV, we'll support this or support this foundation, working on yourself versus like putting the oxygen mask on yourself so that then you can help everybody else around you. Thank you so much for having me. It was such a pleasure having you here. Thank you for being on the show. This was such a fun conversation. I know that everybody got a lot of value from it and it was just, it was fun for me because I love talking to you anyway. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Everybody, thank you so much for being here, for listening to the end of this episode. Remember, we are only limited by the limitations that we accept. When you stop accepting those limitations, that is when you become a limitless entrepreneur. I will see you all on the next episode. If you enjoyed this episode and you want more of this type of content and conversation in your life, please come check out our free Facebook community, Unlock Your Inner CEO, where you'll find next level entrepreneurs just like you. Go to innerceogroup.com to join. I'll see you there.